The last thing we were discussing was Rabbi Azar's question that according to the one who says the power of the power of Yom Kippur of a Kohen Gadol is a Korban Yahid, can he make a Temura or not? And we brought a Baita from Masechet Temura saying that a specific Korban has a Humra over Temura and Temura has a Humra over a specific Korban. And we wanted to say that this specific zevah is power of Yom Kippur of a Kohen Gadol. And obviously it's a Korban Yahid. And you see it does do a Temura. And Rav Shishar pushed that away. It said, no, maybe it's not talking about his power. Maybe it's talking about Aharon's specific ayil. Because power is a Hatat. And a Temura of a Hatat goes to, to die. And the Gemara pushes off. No, maybe we're not talking about the Temura of that actual cow of Yom Kippur. Maybe we're just talking about a general statement of a specific korban has a humrah over the concept over tem- of temura. Ezeva has given on uh, Shabbat, temura is not. And the Gemara asks, so why don't you say the same thing about Ezeva? Maybe Ezeva is also talking a general blanket statement and not specific. And the Gemara said, no, the, the mission, when the Abraita was talking about Ezeva, it meant a specific korban, not a general statement. And with that, we are starting Nun Amudbet, four lines from the bottom, where it says, Mimai. What makes you say that we're talking about a specific korban, not a, a, a zevah in general? Because Megiddo Katanet says in the Brayta, Homer Batemura is a Humra by Temura than a regular korban. Shatemura hala al baala temum kavua. Temura, the kedusha of a different animal can be transferred onto an animal with a permanent wound. And when you transfer that kedusha out of that wounded animal. You can't uh, use the shearings, you can't work with it, you can only shakht it and eat it. Now, and if you wanted to say that the word zevah means the concept of a korban, and not a specific korban, but you have korbanot like bechor, maser of an animal, dehalin al baal mum kavua, their kedushat aguf it can be hal on something that is permanently wounded. A bechor maaser, their kadosh, whether they have a wound or not, it depends on the way it comes out of the mother. Right? There's no difference, and there's no difference between which animal comes out not in the tent. If it's the tent is wounded, it's wounded. That's what it is. And the enyots in the holin the and they also don't have a pidyon. You can't transfer the kedusha, and you can't use the, their shearings or work with them. And since this humra of the tumura over the zevah is by other korbanot as well, so obviously we're not talking about zevah in general. We're talking about a specific ela shem zevah lokat, and we're not talking about general. We're talking about a specific one. So now the Gemara asks an obvious question: Umay shana? Why, why, why is there a difference between tumura, where we said we're talking about a general concept of tumura, and when it comes to zevah, we're talking about a specific korban? So the Gemara explains, Temura, Shem Temura Ahati. By Temura, the concept of Temura is the same thing. They have the same rules. The, there's no Temura by Korban Sibur. It doesn't push away Tum'ah and Shabbat. And the Temura can't make another Tum'ah. And it's hal on something that has a Mum Kavua. But the, it's different by Zevah because a regular Korban with a wound, there's no Kedusha hal on it. And when you're podeit, there's no kedusha that stays on it. Meaning, you could even use the shearings and even work with it. And then the zevach ika bechor ve'ika maaser, that do have a certain kedusha on them, like we just explained before. 
And since within the Zvachim, you have different korbanot with different rules, you can't just use it as a blanket statement. But Tumura, you could. Now, with that, we're going to go back to what Rav Sheshar explained. That we're, who says we're talking about a part of Yom Kippur? Maybe we're talking about the Isle of Aharon. So we're asking Rav Sheshat, Rav Sheshat, Ademokim la Be'eloshil Aharon. If you're talking already about the Isle of Aharon, look Ma'abe Pesach. Why don't you say the Brayta is talking about Korban Pesach and has all the Humrot more than Temura? It doches the Shabbat with the Tumah. It pushes off Shabbat. If majority Bnei Israel are Tameh, you still give it because it has a set time. We all say Temura. Why? Because it's a the Korban Yachidu. So the Gemara explains now, Kasavar, Rav Sheshad held, and Shochatina Pesach al Yachid. You can't have one person give Korban Pesach, you need a group. Okay, Venekmoh Pesach Sheni, why don't you say it's Pesach Sheni? So he would answer back to you, Midahetumad, does Pesach Sheni dohetumad? Pesach, you should have dohetumad, but not Pesach Sheni. So now the Gemara is going to go back to what we said in the middle of Nun Amud Aleph that according to Rabbi Meir, Korban Pesach is a Korban Yahid, and Rabbi Yaakov also said a kor- that a Korban Chagiga is a Korban Sibur. And Amal the Rav Huna, Bered Rav Yeshua, the Rav Huna, the son of Rav Yeshua, tells Rabbi Vetana. Now, according to the Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yaakov, why is not Pesach the Kara the Korban Yahid? Why is Korban Pesach a Korban Yahid? Why is Chagiga the Kara the Korban Sibur? Why is Korban Chagiga a public Korban? If you want to tell me because Korban Hagiga comes and a group, Pesach Nami at Korban Pesach also comes together. So why is it called Korban Yahid? So the Gemara explains, Rabbi already answers, because there's a Korban Pesach Sheni that does not come in a group. If that's the case, how is it going to be the Shabbat and the Tum'ah? We know the halakha is like Rabbanan later on that said Pesach Shini does not push off the Tum'ah. And according to Rabbi Meir, it would push off Shabbat and Tum'ah. So the Gemara explains, Amale, Rabbi answers him, In, you're right, Pesach Shini does push the Tum'ah, and it's a Mahluket Tanaim. Keman de Amar Dacher, and obviously he holds like the one who says it is Dacher. De Tanya, Pesach Shini, Docheta Shabbat, Pesach Shini does push the Shabbat, Veno Docheta Tum'ah does not push the Tum'ah. And Rabbi Uda Omer after Chayta Tum'ah, Rabbi Uda holds it even pushes off Tum'ah. So now, my Tama de Tanakama, why is Tanakama hold the Pesach Shin does not push Tum'ah? Amalach mipne Tum'ah dehito. Last time around, we pushed him because he was Tameh. So we're going to let him do a bit, Yase betum'ah, we're going to let him do a bit Tum'ah now? That doesn't make sense. Okay, Rabbi Uda, what's the reason he would let you do it? Amalach, he would tell you, because the Pasuk says about Pesach Shini, you could do Pesach Shini like the first Pesach, also all the same rules, even if it's Betumah. And the idea is that Torah, the Torah gave him a second chance, let him do that Korban Pesach next month, if he was not Zocher, then do it Betumah, so this way it won't be Batel Legamre. Now, the Gemara is going to go back to a question Rabbi Azar had before. This was Anun Amud Bet. In the Kohanim Amit Kaper, from the Kohen Gadol's cow, are they part of the Korban? Is it their Korban also? Or are they, remember, floating? Meaning it's really the Kohen Gadol's and Agav, the Kohen Gadol, they also join in, in the Kapara. So the Gemara says, Vetipukle, why don't we say, that they're floating, that it's not really theirs, because the Pasuk says, the Asher Lo Amar Three times over there it says, Asher Lo, it's his Korban, 
And Mishelo Humevi, it comes out of his own pocket. He's the one who pays for it. The Tanya Asher, Lo Mishelo Humevi, Velo Mishel Tzibur. He does not take it out of the public money. Yachol Shelo Yavi Mishel Tzibur. Maybe he shouldn't bring it at all from the Tzibur's money. She'en Tzibur mitkaperin bo, because the Tzibur is not mitkaper from it. Aval Yavi Mishel Echav HaKohanim, but let the Kohanim pay for it. Share Echav HaKohanim mitkaperin bo, because the Kohanim, they get kapara from it also. Tamud lo mar Asher lo. It says a second time, Asher lo. It means he has to pay out of his own pocket. Now, Yecholo Yavi, maybe Lechachila, it shouldn't come out of the Kohanim pocket. But if it did come out of the Kohanim fund, maybe it is Kasher, and you could use that count. And it says third time, Asher lo, Shana, Katuv, Alav, Le'akev. It says it three times to say it has to be out of his pocket and no one else. So you, have, you see that the Kohanim are mitkaper, Agav, the Kohen Gadol, meaning it's not really there, it's just uh, you tag along sort of thing. And the real Nafkamina is that it's a Korban Yahid and should be able to do Temura. Like my answer is, okay, if that's where you bring it from, wait a second, his brothers, the Kohanim, if they didn't have some sort of kinyan, some sort of connection to that, let's say by money or some other way, how, how is he going to be mechaper? How does it even work? Ela, you have to say, Shani Aaron. you have to say the treasure house, the bank account of Aaron is different. Your bank account is Hifker and is connected to the Kohanim, your family. And you have to say the same thing about Temura, even though it's your own private Korban. Shani Begazad Aharon. You have to say Aharon's bank account, his treasure chest, is different. The Afkarera Hamana Gabe Hava Kohanim. The Rakadosh Barhu is Mafkir towards the bro- his brothers the Kohanim. And therefore, it's not considered a private Korban, rather a public Korban for all the Kohanim. And maybe you can't do Temura. And we still don't know what the answer would be by Rabbi Lazar's question Can they do Temura or not? Now, the Mishnah continues the Seder Avodah of the Kohen Gadol and Kippurim. Now, he takes the, the pen in his right hand, the, the, the spoon in his left hand. He goes to the Echal. So there's two curtains that are separating the Kodesh and Kodesh HaKodeshim. The, the separation between them was an Amah. So there's an Amah for him to walk in between. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Lo Ha'ita Hasham Ela Parochet Tachad Bilvad. Rabbi Yossi said there was only one curtain over there separating between Kodesh and Kodeshim. Shneemar, Behivdila Parochet Lachem Ben Kodesh or Ben Kodesh Kodeshim. It sounds like Behivdila. It's only one, not not Behivdilu. So it's one and not two. Now the Gemara starts with a very simple question. Shapir Kamal Lo Rabbi Yossi LeRabanan. Rabbi Yossi has a very good proof on Rabanan. I mean, he has a pasuk. What is Rabanan going to answer? So the Rabbanan Amrelach, Rabbanan will tell you, Hanemi la b'mishkan. That pasuk is going on the mishkan. But b'mikdash sheni, the second bit of mikdash kevan, de lo havai ama teraksin. There wasn't that wall in between the kodesh and kodesh kodeshim that was an ama thick. U'b'mikdash rishonu da havai. In the first bit mikdash, there was that ama thick wall. V'istapeka lehu the Rabbanan b'ktushate. The rabbis had a problem. They didn't know where exactly was the Kedushah. 
Was it the outside? Was it the inside? Where does the Kodesh HaKodeshim mark start? So what did they do? Ve'avud shete parachot. So they made two curtains uh, with an ama in between. Tanu Rabbanan. Bena mizbeach lamenorah haya mehalech dever Rebiudah. Rebiudah said that the Kohen Gadol on his way to the Kodesh HaKodeshim would go towards the south side, which is the left, between the menorah and the, the golden mizbeach. He would go to the north side between the golden Mizbeach, which is in the middle, and the Shulchan, which is on the right. And there's a Veyesh Omrim, the Ben Shulchan Lakotel, he would go. There's two and a half Amot from where the north wall uh, is to where that Shulchan is, and he would go all the way to the right, go on uh, by that wall, and get into the Kodesh Kodeshim that way. And man yesh omrim, who's the yesh omrim? Amar Hasda, Rabbi Yosihi, the Amar Pitha Batsafon Kai. Rabbi Yosihi held that the opening to get into that curtain was on the north side. Rabbi Yosihi tells you, no, Pitha Badarom Kai. The opening to get into that curtain was on the left side by the south. Rabbi Meir, who held that he would walk between the Shulchan and the golden table. Keman Sviraleh, who does he hold like? Ikrabi Uda Sviraleh, he holds like Rabbi Uda that the opening was on the south. Ne'ol, Kerabi Uda, then Golak Rabbi Uda said, Ikrabi Yosi Sviraleh, and if he holds like Rabbi Yosi that the opening was on the north, Ne'ol, Kerabi Yosi, let him hold like Rabbi Yosi. He should go between the wall and the table. So the Gemara explains, Le'olam, Kerabi Yosi Sviraleh, really he holds like Rabbi Yosi. The Amalach and Rabbi Meir is telling you, that you can't walk between that wall and that table. Why? The tables were set from north to south. Now, why am I saying tables? In the Mishkan, there was one table. By the time they got to the Beit HaMikdash, Lamo HaMelech added a whole bunch of tables, and they were on the, the, the north side of the Hechal, and the, there's a look at exactly how they were standing. But bottom line is, and the shulhan or the shulhanot would disturb his walking over there. That he couldn't walk in that area, so he had to walk in the area between the golden mizbech and the table. Or you could say, or you could say that Rabbi Meir held that the tables were facing east to west. And he could have very easily walked through. The problem is, because of the kavod of Shekhinah, it's not nice, it's not kavod to walk straight into the Kodesh HaKodeshim. Your eyes are going to have benefit from the light of the Kodesh HaKodeshim. Therefore, don't walk along the lines of the north wall. Walk in between the Shulchan and the, the, the Mizbeh HaZahav. Once you get to the curtain, turn right and then go in. Now, Verbioc would tell you what's the reason you walked by the by that north wall. Amalach Havivin Israel Shalot Srichana Katubla Shaliah. Akoshbahu loves Bene Israeli. They don't need any messenger. Everyone prays on his own. Everyone prays for himself. Therefore, the ones here where the Kohen Gadok needs to come in, he's their Shaliah. It's not disrespectful to the Tashina, rather Hashem loves it a lot and let him come in any way he wants. Okay, well, according to Rabbi Yehuda, if you have to go to the to the southern side, Ne'ol ben Menorah, Lakota, let me go between the Menorah and the wall. So Gemara explains, no, the Menorah would dirty the wall that's right next to it. 
And if the Kohen would walk by that wall, his white clothing would get dirty, and we don't want to ruin his clothing. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.